Honestly, like, I really like the reward of, okay. of spending a long time hiking up somewhere and then the reward of just having first tracks down something that is just super sick. Um, you often, you know, the snow isn't always the best wherever you go, um, but that's part of backcountry skiing. You're just never really sure what you're going to get into. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it's kind of mediocre, but <laughs> that's just all part of it. Um, so yeah, I really just like the adventure side of it and just knowing that like, um, you're in for a longer run. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's just more of a, a committed kind of activity. You're listening to The Take on Prince George. I'm your host, Colin Carson. Today, we sit down with local adventure seekers, Jacob and Lindsay Mullen. We talk about all things skiing in Prince George from local hills to nearby mountains. We also chat about the unexpected adventures of backcountry skiing. All right. Thanks so much, Jacob and Lindsay, for uh, joining us on the podcast today. Uh, why don't we start off, just tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, maybe how you got into skiing and uh, how you ended up in Prince George. Lindsay, why don't we start with you? Sure. Um, yeah, I got into skiing a little bit uh, when I met Jacob, actually, so probably about 2011, 2012. Um, and it was a bit of an abrupt introduction into skiing, and I had some knee problems uh right away afterwards and and carrying on for several years so i would say um yeah i got really into it probably about six years ago um yeah grew up in prince george um mostly just skiing at the local hills um got into a bit of cross-country skiing the last few years uh yeah awesome me. and jacob how about you yeah i've uh kind of been skiing my whole life um Grew up, like, my family's background is very Austrian, which is very, very skiing-oriented. Um, so grew up, like, you know, going to ski school, doing the whole ski racing thing a little bit, and then uh, kind of got out of that, got a little bored of it, and then kind of came back when, you know, backcountry skiing, and I realized powder was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, born and raised in PG, and... Uh, yeah, just love it here. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, I, I think that I'm also born and raised in Prince George, so I think that we'll, uh, yeah, it uh, provi provides some nice context, I think, to listeners that aren't from Prince George. Like, locals that stayed, I think, is always nice, and um, you get the get the truth, but also, you know, we, we love it here, or I do anyways, and definitely uh, happy happy to be sticking around here. Um so let's let, let's talk about Lindsay. I mean, you mentioned there kind of started with with some of the local ski hills when you started, and, and Jacob, you as well. But but Lindsay, maybe what if you, if someone's just getting started to skiing, where where should they look to go first? Whether that's for some tips and equipment, or and then maybe which which hills should they start at? Yeah, um, I would say like as far as the hill to start at, um, the Heart Ski Hill is really great. Um, obviously, it's in town really close and it's it's a small hill which is really great for learning um of all ages um they do some rentals there i know so if you don't have equipment i believe you can uh yeah you can rent some stuff there to get into it just try um but if you are looking to get into your own gear i would just recommend going to your local shop mm -hmm. uh, there's lots in town that would be happy to get you set up with some entry level uh, skiing equipment and they pretty much have everything you need there 
Yeah. Awesome. J- Jacob, any other, any other tips there for people that are looking to get started at skiing in Prince George? Yeah, like the hard ski hill is a really good spot. Like I think uh, anybody local from PG that's been skiing for a while, like at some point spent a good amount of time there. Like my parents would drop us off. It's probably the cheapest form of babysitting they got. <laughs> so they drop us all off there with our friends and we go mess around. It's a, just a really good a kind of family-friendly hill. And yeah, you know, they got great rentals if you're just into trying it for a day. Um, but it's also, you know, super affordable for a season's pass kind of thing and you know go get your skis um from your favorite local shop kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh yeah you can go ski every day there if you want yeah well yeah. i mean it's it's it, the heart ski hill is great i'm glad you guys Sorry. started with mm-hmm. that it's it, it's really this unique little hill in the middle of this subdivision really in mm-hmm. prince totally, it's yeah. so cool and and recently they've got snow making now so a little bit more consistent snow in the winter mm-hmm. um you know if it's staying cold but we're not getting a lot of that yeah. snowfall they're pretty guaranteed to have it as long as the weather is yeah. cooperating so that's nice and, and the other great thing about the heart there's night skiing right? yeah, I was got, just gonna yeah. Say, yeah. so that's that's great i think that you know we're, we're always looking for these things and as locals i think things to do after work when it does get dark mm-hmm. but i think for visitors as well to prince george just a unique opportunity to ski under the lights like right in the middle of, of prince george in a sense so definitely pretty cool what, what about and, and jacob what about uh if you're getting a little bit more advanced and want to do a little bit more skiing in, in prince george I, I know there's a couple other hills what uh, what's kind of the next step up after the heart um like most of the, you know there's yeah there's a couple other you know Purden being probably the next closest about 45 minutes away i think um it's an awesome hill you know you're kind of looking to go you know they got a bit more of kind of like the maybe intermediate a couple still still have the easy runs they have a little t-bar there which is super fun um it's a really good place to go kind of on the weekend if you're going to the heart ski hill at night during the week um and then powder king is always good as well yeah a little bit farther away um but you know it's hard to argue how good the snow is there yeah most um, snowfall in canada typically every year pretty i think pretty much yeah. every year like when i was a kid like it was taller than you were yeah still is taller than i am yeah probably <laughs> on most years so um yeah Purden and powder king both like absolutely excellent hills yeah for so, sure yeah. Lindsay, any, anything to add there once you yeah once you're once you've graduated from the heart ski hill or maybe what what's a little bit further any other recommendations for for Purden or powder king or, or anything else that's that uh, is coming off the top of your head uh no like i would just say like on that note of those being like sort of the next step like there still is a lot of entry level runs at both of those hills right. too um, so if you're looking to get into some pow skiing, you can definitely find that at both places. Um, but they're both, I would say both of them are still pretty family friendly ski hills. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're just great for everybody. You got yeah. troll in the mix too. Actually. Yeah. Troll, yeah. Troll great is awesome. Place. Actually. Yeah. I skied there a few times last year. Um, and, and it's a really fun. Yeah. yeah. Troll and, yeah. and Murray Ridge. And Murray Ridge. Yeah. yeah. So, so really for, for listeners that aren't from nearby, so trolls south of town near Quinnell, mm-hmm. um, probably two hour drive to get to troll. Yeah. About, about that about hour that. and a half, two yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. Depends and on the roads. Murray Ridge about the same, uh, kind of Fort St. John w- world's longest T-bar, I think in, in Murray Ridge. That's, yeah. that's what I've been told. Yeah. I, who knows? It's always it's Troll or Murray Ridge yeah. is always arguing yeah. that one out. But that's, yeah, world's longest T-bar and uh, 
super family friendly yeah. areas, both of them. I Perfect. will also say Troll has the best, biggest cinnamon buns in the world, oh, yeah. and they're That's... really cheap. Okay, so there, and I, you know what? One of my favorite things about driving north is going by Powder King and Azuzetta Lake Lodge, mm-hmm. one of the accommodations right at Powder King, and the baking they have there at their cafe. So there you Honestly, go. It's a huge oh, perk. good. There you go. Yeah. So if you're going skiing anywhere, just make sure you get a cinnamon bun. I guess that's the, yeah. the takeaway. Yeah. Just just quickly on those those first three we mentioned, I'll just provide a little bit more context. Again, if you're thinking about visiting Prince George, the Hart Ski Hill, right in town, you can stay at hotels and be at the hill in, in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. um, and then at Purden and Powder King, there are some... Um, places to stay on site um, if you're looking for kind of that ski getaway. It's not quite a full village by any means, um, but uh, there are a few cabins that are available for rent at both those locations. So, you know, lots of opportunities if you do want to go to one of those kind of classic ski resorts. Um, I want to just ask one more question um, kind of on the ski hills before we shift into the backcountry skiing because I know that's where you guys spend a lot of your time and, and what you really love doing. So just just one question. So I just mentioned we don't have these large resort style ski hills, but I, I think we do offer something pretty unique. So what do you, what can you say about the skiing in Prince George that does make it stand out compared to some of these bigger resorts? Well, I think that the most obvious would just be that you're avoiding a lot of the crowds. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, like the, the ski hills around Prince George have been getting busier and busier over the last few years, but I think in general, you'll avoid the really long lift lines and just like the hustle and bustle that you'd usually find at Whistler or bigger resorts. Um, so, and you know, generally you can find some untouched snow pretty early on in the day. Mm -hmm. If you're, um, you know, towards the end of the day, definitely it gets skied out, but yeah, I think most of all, just avoiding, avoiding the big crowds and yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I think just like the family atmosphere is a huge part of it. Like you Mm -hmm. don't, you don't really get that in the, you know, the Whistler is the, Vales, all these big, huge sun peaks, all those places is like, you know, it's thousands of people here. It's like, you know, they're a little bit smaller ski hills, but you're going to go see your friends out there. Mm-hmm. You'll go see another family out there that's staying out there. And, and it's like a really good community family vibe. Everybody kind of knows yeah. each other mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, and it's never, yeah, it's never too busy. You know, you don't really wait more than 10 minutes in the lift line ever, which is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, it goes the same for, you know, getting powder pretty much all day yeah. if you really mm-hmm. look for it. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just really nice that way. Great community. Yeah. Really good community. Definitely. And I guess one other thing that I'll, I'll mention, especially when you're talking about the Hart Ski Hill, this local small community hill, lift tickets are still super cheap. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It, it, skiing's affordable here. Yeah. Like as much as, you know, yeah, same thing. These other places have lift tickets that, you know, cost as much as rent. They break month. the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, it's really affordable to be able to get people into skiing, and I think that's what's really important. It's cool, you know. You know, ten, fifteen dollars for a lift ticket is is much more affordable than two hundred dollars at some of these big places, and you're going to get more skiing in. Yeah. You know, you do lots of laps. A yeah. Bit shorter, but lots of laps, and yeah, uh, yeah really get out there and, and do it as a family. And for sure. Yeah. No, that's great. Okay, let's let's yeah, let's shift into backcountry skiing and, and I I confess to you guys before I don't know anything about backcountry skiing. So, why can we start just explain to me a little bit of the difference between backcountry skiing and, and going to a place like Purden or Powder King? A lot of walking. A lot of walking. <laughs> a lot of walking. <laughs> a lot more um, fitness involved. Yeah, like you know, the downhill skiing uh, you know, can be the same. Um, even at Purden, you could walk up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> um 
it's uh you know yeah obviously you gotta you're at a walk to wherever you want to go down so you know walking up is definitely uh you know it's like hiking if you enjoy hiking honestly you'll like backcountry skiing mm -hmm. um i'm not a big hiker i hate walking down things hence why i like backcountry skiing because i can just ski down it's great um you know there's always you know people always do talk about there's a little more danger in backcountry skiing if you're going into big exposed alpine areas but you know you're skiing you know smart nice little treed areas mm -hmm. exactly like kind of a ski resort you know you can really kind of you know build up to it and gain your knowledge of of nature really yeah for sure yeah. And, and Lindsay, i know you you're getting have been getting into the backcountry skiing mm -hmm. in the last couple of years uh, so for you what was that shift like once you started to get in like what what do you love about it compared to to going to a ski hill yeah honestly like i really like the reward of okay. of spending a long time hiking up somewhere and then the reward of just having first tracks down something that is just super sick um you often you know the snow isn't always the best wherever you go um but that's part of backcountry skiing you're just never really sure what you're gonna get into sometimes it's awesome sometimes it's kind of mediocre but <laughs> that's just all part of it um so yeah i really just like the adventure side of it and just knowing that like um you're in for a longer run mm -hmm. And um, so it's just more of a, a committed kind of activity. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, this is me not knowing anything. But so we just talked about some of the the, uh, the hills and you can get lots of laps in. When you're going backcountry skiing, are you going up once and coming down once? Or are you trying to get a couple laps in in a day? It, it depends like how big, how big the day is really, uh, you know, how big of a slope, you know, sometimes we'll get, you know, four or five runs in okay. if we have like you know we'll find a nice little pitch that's got some good snow on it you know there's not a lot of hiking up really um and you can kind of do quick little laps but you know sometimes you know you, the, there's always those bigger i think anybody in the mountains there's always like the bigger peak yeah that you want to do and so sometimes those are you uh, try to hike to the top and get some of the ways and you run out of time and it's starting to get to the end of the day and Maybe you get one lap that uh, was kind of okay, but that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's part of the adventure, really. You yeah. never, you never really know what you're going to get, but for sure. Yeah. And and Jacob, you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier just about the safety aspect, and there's this perceived danger to backcountry skiing, and and there is if you're not doing it properly. Um, maybe just for for the listeners, I guess out there, like what are some safety tips that you'd recommend for for people backcountry skiing, and especially backcountry skiing in Prince George? Yeah, re really like. Make yourself knowledgeable, you know, read books. There's, Prince George is really good about this, actually. We have tons of, um, like, AST2 avalanche training mm -hmm. courses, uh, one, two, and three, actually, around here. So, like, even before you go out in the backcountry, go, mm -hmm. go take ATS1. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, super easy. You can do it with a friend. It's a really fun environment. It gives you just, like, a basic knowledge of kind of how to be safe out there. Um, Really being knowledgeable and respectful of mm -hmm. where you are too. Mother Nature's pretty big. Like same as hiking, you can get into a huge rainstorm. You don't bring a rain jacket. It's gonna not be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the backcountry is much the same. So I think just a big one is be respectful, be knowledgeable, and uh, remember it's always fun to come home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good day of skiing is also good with another good day of skiing yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lindsay, anything to add for the the safety tips there? 
Um, yeah, I would just also echo, you know, educating yourself as much as you can, learning from other people. And backcountry skiing, um, I have found, is not something that you can learn everything about just by books either. Like, right. you can gain a lot of knowledge from that, but um, ex- you learn a lot from experience mm-hmm. and from uh, going out with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads me to another note about safety is um, go out with other people. Yeah. Definitely don't go out alone. Um, and try to go out with people that you know and who are, you know, a little more experienced in the backcountry as well. Um, and know your group and check everybody's gear, make sure everyone has everything that you all need. And, and also just don't rely on those people to keep you safe either. So when I was starting out, I, was you know my initial thought was oh I'm going out with with these people like I'll be fine but in reality I really just had to like look at myself and make sure that I was comfortable with going out and that I had the knowledge I needed to feel comfortable out there too for sure yeah we always have kind of a rule of if everybody's on the same page like you know as much as you want to climb the biggest peak or do all these things that's super fun but we all kind of have a rule like hey if somebody's feeling off we all got to trust, trust our judgment and we kind of work as a team, you know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe somebody, something's off today, you know, something's funny with the snowpack. Um, we're seeing so, something happen and it's like, Hey, you know, maybe today's not the day and we'll get it next mm-hmm. time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. always, you always got another day to go do it. Yeah. It's you know, always kinda, good to just like have a conversation with the whole group beforehand and just ask everyone what their expectations are for the weekend. And yeah. I think your expectations can kind of be kind of high when you first get into backcountry skiing because you just want to you want to ski when you go out but sometimes actually a lot of the times you're just limited to the weather and the snowpack and sometimes sometimes you get to ski sometimes you don't really get to ski (laughs) sometimes you walk through rain yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) winter yeah but it's it's yeah it can be a little bit of type two fun for sure yeah for sure well that's and that uh lindsay brought up a good point there about skiing in groups and making sure Mm -hmm. that you have that support system there in that sense so if if you are a visitor to prince george and you're an experienced backcountry skier but you're coming to prince george for a week or something like that where can you find these groups in prince george are there facebook groups is there somewhere where you can go and and meet these like-minded people if you want to get out but but don't have that group in prince george Mm -hmm. yeah i believe there is the pg backcountry rec society yeah, I think that's yeah. what it's called. So uh, that's a good group just to check into. They're always uh, posting, you know, they have people go out and check snowpacks and area. And it just, you get the beta, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more on that group. Um, as far as like finding groups to go skiing with, it can be a little bit difficult, I think, in the backcountry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going out with someone that you don't know is a bit of a gamble whenever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, but I think that if you, you know, going to the local shops and you sometimes, yeah, I'm not sure. I've never been in the position where I've had yeah. to. Maybe, Jacob, you can expand on that if someone were to come. Yeah, like I think most of the local shops are pretty good at recommending like... Uh, like some some of the good kind of like you know basic you know relatively straightforward zones like it's um mm-hmm. it's like hiking in the summer i guess like you know we can kind of tell you where the trails are there are some pretty good apps out there yeah. like you know 
Abbey Canada is always a good one that people follow mm-hmm. just for like general areas to go and how safe they are and how's the, how the snowpack's looking. Um, and yeah, there's a really good Facebook page at P- PG Backcountry Skiing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think most shops would definitely recommend a good zone. And yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a fair amount of people coming through town to go touring, I think, are generally in a group. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. In the first place, kind of already. So you're, you're pretty set up there. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, sh- the shops will kind of always recommend yeah. the, the good zones. Get to that start. local experience from, from the shops. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's always good to, honestly, it's always good to go into a shop. I'll, we, we call around to friends and all that kind of stuff. Where's the best snow at? Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that's a pretty common thing you know thursday or friday night you're trying to figure out where to go in the morning and make a plan so yeah for sure well that's great well why don't we talk a little bit some of the areas around prince george now so like where where typically if you're going backcountry skiing where where are you going and and where are where are your favorite places to go so there's a few spots some of the easy pickings ones like uh as easy as like you know your first day out you've never even walked on backcountry skis um or skied down anything People will just go out to Pilot Mountain. Yeah. That's where <laughs> I went when I first yeah. started. Yeah. yeah. And we, it was just like really chilly. Just walk up. And getting used to your gear is really important right. with backcountry mm-hmm. skiing. You definitely don't want to be going through that learning curve when you're out in the backcountry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Pilot Mountain was really, you know, it was close enough and small enough. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was a really good way to just get get into it. Yeah. It's a, it's a great way to kind of, yeah, figure your gear out, figure out what it's kind of all about. And, you know, you're... 20 minutes of town so yeah. it's really quite easy um lots of people like myself and Lindsay, will will go out uh like east um mm-hmm. towards mcbride mm-hmm. um but like sugar bowl is a classic spot uh raven lake is a classic spot there's some great huts up there that people like ski up to and yeah. you know spend a night up at the hut and then you know you can kind of spend the weekend skiing um, but you got a bit of a base camp which is really nice to come back to in the evening yeah for sure um, and then, uh, another big one, the classic one is called like the pine pass. Yeah. Um, the McGregor mountains is what it actually is. Um, and that one is, it's kind of another classic spot. It's a little bit dependent on, you know, whether they plow the road or not that year, <laughs> it's always changing. That's the cool thing about backcountry is, you know, we are fairly dependent on, are they plowing a forest service road into the mountains? Yeah. Um, and if you need to like sled in or something yeah, if you need like to snowmobile or something like that, but uh, it kind of changes every couple of years. The past couple of years has been Pine Pass; it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also been some places up towards Mackenzie lately, actually, that they've been doing some plowing on the on the back roads, and cool. it's a lot easier to gain access to it. I think any of the any of the local like hiking trails mm-hmm. have pretty good backcountry skiing around okay. them, though, which is cool. Um, so you can kind of use that as a bit of a reference. So. Yeah, for sure. And I have I have hiked up to Raven Lake before, and mm-hmm. we didn't stay in the cabin up there. But you're right; it's it's gorgeous, and it's I could beautiful. see yeah. the backcountry skiing in that area. If you had that as a base camp, like that would be would be pretty cool and pretty pretty special. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, any other favorite areas? Obviously, Pilot Mountain's a great place to learn. Anywhere else that you really like to to go backcountry skiing? Um, I really enjoyed the farm. There's a cabin up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a pretty 
I mean, I was okay on it. <laughs> so I feel like if you're, you know, a year or two into backcountry skiing, it's a, it's a good place to check out. Uh, the hike in wasn't too challenging. The ski out on the other hand, you know, the, the ski outs on all of the backcountry missions, I think can always be a little bit zesty. Hmm. Um, but the cabin up there is, is really cute and, and nice and you can do really easy laps from the cabin. Um, so I really enjoyed enjoyed that and that's that's east of town as well correct the, the farm yeah yes. uh, along yeah. kind of the the same area uh mm-hmm. opposite side of the highway i believe is, is right yeah Lake, it would yeah. be out like you drive through um like the town of giscom yeah and uh longworth kind of area right penny, okay that kind of stuff you can actually take the train out to mm-hmm. a really good one is red cabin out by penny okay you can take the train right to the little post office in the town of penny and you can walk from the train up to the cabin, which is pretty cool. There you go. And if you're doing yeah. that, stop by the visitor center. That's where the train takes yeah. off from in yeah. Prince George. So there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's great. Uh, you know what? I that's all we have for questions. Anything else you want to plug about uh, about backcountry skiing in, in Prince George in the area? There's lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I've, you could ever yeah. do all of it. Yeah. 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 No, I would just say like as far as the gear goes, like we didn't talk a ton about the mm-hmm. gear. Um, just because your boot has a walk mode in it doesn't mean it's a touring boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely just like, yeah, go to your shops and, and go to them and ask them about the equipment that you need. Um, it's just really important to get firsthand knowledge and get fitted, um, to your gear, especially when you're going out in the backcountry cause you're in your boots for a really long time. So I would recommend like avoiding ordering stuff from online and head to your local shops and, and ask them and get fitted to a boot and skis and, um, yeah, get your avalanche equipment there. They've got beacons and probes, shovels, backpacks, uh, everything you need. Yeah, definitely. Definitely make sure you have your safety gear. Don't go out without it. Yeah. Even if I've had days where I forgot mine at the house. And I had to sit the truck all day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just life. It's one of those ones. It's, uh, you know, stay safe and mm-hmm. absolutely have your gear all ready and, and, make sure and you know be knowledgeable about it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. for sure. And then that, that back to those, those training courses, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. learn how to use that gear. So totally. Yeah, for sure. No, that's great. Well, um, and, and I guess what you want to plug the one shop here that, um, that you guys are mostly involved with, if you, you want to do that. So check out Ruckus. That's one of the great local shops. Yeah. Would recommend. Awesome. We got lots of backcountry stuff and we love it. And every single person, I think in the working at the shop or close to everybody is, you know, quite knowledgeable about backcountry and skiing in general. We've all kind of grew up mm-hmm. ski racing and then love backcountry and all that kind of stuff now. So it's uh perfect so it's be- best yeah. way to, to follow ruckus Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, um, yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. There we go. That's great. Well, well, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to chat about some skiing here around Prince George. Uh, again, Jacob and Lindsay Mullen. Jacob, you want to plug your personal Instagram account? You got a bit of a following there for sure. for biking yeah, and skiing. Yeah, yeah, you can always like you can always hit us up. We're always trying to be friendly and help. Like if you ever have a question about skiing or biking, uh, hit me up at at Jacob the Wrench on Instagram. Always feel free to reach out and ask questions. We're always happy to help with tips on places to ski tips on the gear we're stoked on that's working really well for us um all that kind of good stuff like we're always happy to get you out there perfect well thank you so much uh yeah really appreciate the time and uh yeah hope we uh hope we see some great great snow this year and uh get out there a bunch fingers crossed thanks for tuning in to today's episode for more information check out tourismpg.com
Special thanks to Jacob and Lindsay Mullen for being today's guests. Also, thank you to the Community Arts Council of Prince George and District for allowing us to use their recording space at Studio 2880. And finally, thank you to Kyla Graham from Tourism Prince George for producing today's show.